0: Golfers, what's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. Tim Connor here. I'm a golf coach, PGA member, Golf Academy owner. That's like my short list resume. My resume is not important. It's maybe the least important part of this podcast. I just want you to know that I've been doing this for a little while and I got some things to share. You decide if those things to share are right, wrong, good, bad, or indifferent for you. But my experience is I get to help golfers all day long, every day for my career. Throughout that process, I get to learn some things and those things I want to pass along to you. Anyway, welcome back. If you're a first time listener, welcome here. It's a good spot to be. My goal is just to equip you guys with some tools and some knowledge and some best practices to help you with a game that can be very meaningful for a lot of us. I think we're going to dive off the deep end today as far as some mindset stuff for golf. A lot of times we'll talk technique, but today I want to talk specifically about how to make your round of golf more fun. More fun will lead to lower scores, so don't think we're just like abandoning that. Knowing what to do and how to do it and the frame of mind you should be in will help you with your process. No doubt. I find, let's start with the bad. We'll start with the bad. All too often golfers are upset with their performance. They don't like it, it's just they're unhappy with it. And because of that, they they let that spiral their round the wrong direction. We want to be happy with our performance, irregardless of the outcome of the score. Because of the amount of time you're gonna put into golf, you need to enjoy the whole journey. If you're not enjoying that, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Ultimately, when you shoot the score you wanna shoot, if that's the only reason you've been doing it and you get to that point and you haven't enjoyed the journey, it's not gonna be as satisfying as you'd like it to be. In fact, you're the same golfer today as you will be tomorrow, so why wait for tomorrow what you can have today? When you go out and play golf, here's your job. Your job is to hit one golf shot at a time. What that means is Golf requires this intense amount of mental preparedness and being present for a short amount of time. So all you're trying to do is be 100% present for a five to 10 second window. Hit your best possible golf shot that you can hit in that moment and then have a short memory and move on to the next. Regardless of if you hit a good, bad, or indifferent, all you can do on your next shot is hit your best shot. Your previous shot should not affect how you hit your next shot. All right? You just want to step into that box and be present. Now, here's the confusion for a lot of golfers is most golfers have good intentions. They want they want to do well, they want to do better. And they want to they want to think about some things to help themselves do better. Now, assuming you're thinking about the right thing, that's that's a big part of the variable of this equation is that you're thinking about the right thing but let's assume you are thinking about the right thing. Your job, when you're thinking about that, whether that's form or something to do with how you're swinging the club, some kind of mental cue to help get you set the right direction. You should think about that thing in your pre-shot routine, but when you step over the golf ball, the last thing you wanna do is set your intention for the shot you wanna hit. Maybe you keep that one simple cue in the back of your head but just be present 100% on the shot you wanna hit. There's this think box, hit box principle, which I totally agree with. I wanna give credit to the founders. Vision 54, I think, was the first people that I've heard found this idea of think box, hit box. I think it's talked about in other sports. The idea is that you have an opportunity to think about what you want to do prior to the shot, And then when you step up to the shot you have to clear your brain and do your best to execute now how does this all relate to having more fun is if you understand your job shot to shot the game should be more fun there should not be the emotional highs and lows of hitting a bad shot and a good shot and that's why you'll see a lot of great players who are very steady keeled they're just you don't see them get real high when they're high you don't see them get real low when they're low they're just kind of grinding and that I shouldn't call it so much as grinding is they're staying in that like flow state of performance where the highest performance is possible because they're in the zone and and there are multiple ways to stay in the zone and that may be another podcast for for another day but basically a lot of that depends on your personality type is as, as to what is the best way to help yourself perform as you go some people want the round to be more light-hearted some people want the round to be more serious and so much of that depends on who you are and what you want it to feel like. I know for me personally, some of my best rounds were when I was joking with friends and humming a tune in my head. I was I was just moving along, flowing along and when I stepped up to the shot, things were simple. I was just performing. It wasn't a one, two, three, step four, step five, step six kind of sequence Now, I am not your reference for the best golf. I played pretty good golf, better than most for sure, but I always want to reference the best players when we're talking about like who is the example we should follow. And, And those are your tour players. They're your PGA and your LPGA tour players. They've played and performed the game at the highest level. I think... All too often, some people say, well, because they're a tour player, it's not relatable. And I guess there is some truth to that is they struggle with different things, relatively speaking. Our level, we should aspire to perform things more similarly to how they go about it. Because they're leaving clues behind every single time they play golf. There's a reason they're able to perform at that level. And I think there's a lot to be gleaned and gained from from just being observant of what good players are do, how they conduct themselves, how they structure their week, how they show up to the course to practice, and then they ramp up as they go throughout their week. But let's circle back to mindset because that's really what I wanted this podcast to be about and just help you gain some more direction on the golf course, some mental direction, and that will help with the physical direction of your golf shot. Now, when you approach your first tee shot that day, uh, the, and this is like a point of contention for a lot of people because there's a lot of nerves. The thing about nerves you have to understand, and, and these nerves can show up at any time and they will show up at times, and it's important you practice with that kind of pressure. Nerves simply mean you care. You should not feel nerves and, and think that's a bad thing. When you feel nerves, you need to lean into that and be like, this is a good thing. This means that I care, and this is an opportunity to practice in a situation with a heightened sense of awareness and heart rate. And that kind of practice is very invaluable because when you go to perform, whether that's shooting your best round or winning your first tournament, or maybe doing something for the first time ever, those nerves are gonna start to show up. So we need to understand how to manage them. The best way to manage them is to have some type of pre-shot routine that helps prime the pump for your nervous system. Your pre-shot routine gives your body a sense of comfort in a world that may feel uncomfortable. And that's why your pre-shot routine is so important. Some of you as it sits today don't have a pre-shot routine and you need to walk away from this podcast and develop one. My simple prescription for a pre-shot routine is one to two practice swings, full range of motion, practicing the shot style you want to hit. Now you need to decide if you wanna hit one or two practice swings, that's your call. I kind of like two but I'm good with one or two. I don't like three or four. It ends up taking too long for pace of play and it ends up being paralysis by analysis. So pick one or two practice swings, step up and execute your golf shot. I use two. So if I were to step onto the first tee, uh, let's walk through it step by step. The first thing I will do is step behind the golf ball and pick a relative line for my shot and then I draw that line back using the shaft of the club, putting it in the air, closing my non-dominant eye, my left eye, and going from the shaft of the club to my target and coming back to the golf ball and trying to find an intermediate target 12 to 24 inches in front of my golf ball. Whether that's a miscolored piece of turf or a little divot, there's always something there if you're outdoors. If you're indoors, there may not be because you're on a more of a perfect surface. But if you're outdoors, it will be there. You'll find a blade of grass, you'll find something. So I'm gonna pick that thing up. I'm going to step up to my golf ball, try to align my club face to that thing, try to align my body to that club face. And then I'm gonna step away from that ball and I'm gonna make one or two practice swings. Well, I'm gonna make two if we're talking about me. I'm going through full range of motion. I may be thinking about something that will help my swing. And I'm also thinking about my shot shape. Do I want to work it right to left? Do I want to see it high or low? There's a bit of visualization going on as to what I would like it to look and feel like in an ideal world. I'm I'm going for perfect practice at this opportunity. And if you have, if you're working through something mechanical, this is your opportunity to practice that mechanical thing. Whether that's closing or opening your club face or having your body more involved with your takeaway. Whatever that thing is, this is your opportunity to practice that. So I want you to use that and and set your focus for a perfect practice. One or two swings, step up to the golf ball, put that in the back of your mind and then put your shot shape into the primary part of your mind. So you want to see that golf ball working right to left to the hole, landing on the right side of the green trickling down to the hole and you're visualizing success you can actually manifest success very much so in golf and you can think of it in the negative connotation of have you ever thought about hitting like oh man i got 50 yards to carry the water your brain is thinking about water you hit it in the water it's going to happen more often than it's not now if you're doing the opposite if you can shift your focus and practice mentally envisioning success putting yourself into those situations what would that shot like how would it feel you will more often than not start to become more successful than you won't. Now, this is a mental exercise that is difficult to do, especially if you haven't experienced much success at this point. And your version of success could be different than mine. You know, as, as you go further down the hole, we want to see shot shapes. We want to see what part of the green it might land on. In the beginning, maybe you just want to see your ball go up in the air and land near the green, and, and that's a wonderful thing. So some of this is a little bit of where you're at on that journey, but the further you go, the more we want to be specific with what that success looks and feels like, and that will show up more often than it won't. All right, let's wrap this thing up. What should you take away from this podcast? Mainly that you shouldn't go into paralysis by analysis over your golf shot. You should envision being successful and think and use your practice swings as an opportunity to practice whatever it is you need to feel and perform. And then when you step up to the golf shot, your job is to be intensely focused on being present for five to 10 seconds, performing one golf shot, and then having a short memory and moving on to the next and doing your best on that golf shot. Don't let your past impact your future success. Don't let it drag you down. Don't let it get you too high. Don't let it get you too low. Just step into your golf shot and do your best Get to know yourself a little bit and figure out when you are performing your best. Take some notes. What are the things that helped you play that way? What are the things that kept you in that flow state, playing better than normal? Because success leaves behind clues. And I think if you don't take anything else away from this podcast, take that away. Success leaves behind clues. Study what good players do. It doesn't mean that their roadmap is your roadmap, but it certainly is letting us know some things leave this podcast a review, share it with a friend. That is your gift to me. And that helps this podcast grow. And I just want to reach more golfers, help more golfers and deliver a message that golf can be fun. And if it's going to be something that you do, you're going to spend a lot of time doing it. You might as well have some fun. You might as well make the best of it. Golf is a long road. You can play it for the, your entire lifetime. So learn some stuff, pass along some stuff, help out a friend, And I will catch you back here same time, same place next week and send me your feedback. Let me know what you thought of this. If you like talking about mindset, if you got any future ideas for me, remember I put out a podcast every week so I can use your help, I can use your help. I'll catch you back here same time, same place next week.